Hello, hello, and welcome to the 15th instalment of the Threadwork podcast. I am Ross Kale, and if you're not already aware and this is your first episode, then welcome again. And let me quickly tell you what Threadwork is all about. It's a podcast that seeks to find out just what it is that links together all the music that I, and occasionally others, love. Are there any threads that tie all of these records together, or is it less defined than that? I sort of attempt to form an answer to this by playing records, and firstly, that I think are amazing, and then having a little chat about them throughout the episode. It's not hugely structured, there's no Jerry Springer-esque summary at the end. It's more of an open-ended question that continues to be informed by actually doing the podcast. Above all, it's an excuse to play wonderful records to you in the hope that you will discover something that you will go on to love forever and ever, because that is the true joy of sharing music. I will do a bit of a summary episode at one point, though, a what-have-we-learned-so-far sort of thing, because I'm starting to hone in on a couple of things. I'll try and get that done before the end of the year, which, if you're listening at some point in the future and a combination of Skynet, Siri and Alexa haven't turned us all into human batteries like in The Matrix, is 2018. Um, As mentioned, sometimes I get a chance to sit down with people who I respect and ask them to take a crack at the question. So far I've spoken to Jeffrey Lewis and Eden Blackman, uh, both of whom were fascinating, check out their episodes if you can, and recently I spoke to Colleen Cosmo-Murphy. Cosmo's episode is being worked on as we speak and will be released at some point in November, and I'm looking to talk to many more people in the new year. I'm in the process of lining up conversations with a variety of interesting individuals, so fingers crossed they all come off. Okay, on to this fortnight's episode, and as it goes, this is one producer Bod and I pulled together in the very earliest days of Threadwork, but for various reasons, it went into the backlog waiting for the right time to be released, and that time is now. For anyone interested, the way we work on Threadwork is that I turn up with a bunch of records, and often a theme, and we pull together an hour or so's worth of music. We then kick it around over a couple of weeks, and once we're happy with the flow of the whole thing, I record I record the voiceovers, and away we go. So musically, this episode has been in the can for months, and now seemed like the perfect time to release it. The theme for this episode is very simple. It's pieces of music titled with names predominantly associated with women. That's it. No more or less complex than that. Like with every episode, it's not exhaustive, and there are many, many amazing records that didn't make it into the final lineup that were on the long list. But they are all, I believe, very, very good records, and I hope you feel the same. Right, I'll fly through the admin and then we can get on with the music. Uh, the episode notes contain links to purchase the music played. As always, I try and source links that directly benefit the artists and labels, but that's not always possible. Please consider a purchase or two if anything played strikes a chord. And there's a link to a Spotify playlist in the episode notes too, as there is for every episode. If you can, and more importantly, if you want to, please consider rating, reviewing and sharing the podcast on your favoured medium, if it supports that kind of thing, of course. And if you wish to get in touch, I'm on Twitter, at Ross Kale, and Instagram, at Ross Kale underscore Threadwork. Okay, without further ado, here it is, episode 15 of the Threadwork podcast, Women's Names. Cheers. Greet the brand new day 
What will happen in the evening in the forest with a weasel with a teeth that bite so sharp when you're not looking in the evening? And all the friends that you once knew were left behind, they kept you safe and so secure amongst the books and all the records of your lifetime. What will happen in the morning when the world gets so crowded that you can't look out the window in the morning? Oh 
kicked off this fortnight's episode with a trio of wonderful guitar-based songs, all lifted from three of my most listened to albums. The first track we heard was Dear Prudence by, of course, the Beatles, taken from their eponymous LP, more commonly known as The White Album from 1968. I've featured tracks from The White Album before, one of which, Julia, for very obvious reasons, was on the long list for this very episode before I ended up using it on the Songs About People episode instead, and I'll include more in the future too the very near future as it goes. Following Dear Prudence was Hazy Jane 2 by Nick Drake, and that's a track taken from his second album, Brighter Later, released in 1971. I don't think I came to know of Drake's music until the early 2000s, and strangely I don't remember who got me into him, because I tend to hang on to those sorts of memories. I find it a little difficult to think about Nick Drake too much, because so much of what I know about him and his career seems so sad. For those unfamiliar with his story, what I'm about to say may be an oversimplification. But he was an artist who was perhaps not appreciated enough at the time he was alive and working. I find that deeply affecting because today he is revered and lauded for his talent and that feels right. But for one reason or many, he was an artist so unhappy or so unwell as to feel he had to take his own life at the age of just 26. Following Nick Drake was No Excuses by Alice in Chains, and that was lifted off the Jar of Flies EP from 1994. As someone who loved grunge and heavy rock music at the time, I felt a little bit of, not quite shame, but a sense of trepidation in declaring to my crew of friends just how much I absolutely adored Jar of Flies and its accompanying EP, Sap, because they were both predominantly acoustic pieces of work. And so I didn't. But make no mistake, I listen to them relentlessly because they are, like so much of the group's output in the early to mid-90s, exceptional. Up next, a track from another of my most listened to albums, although I've had to pack those listens into a much shorter time frame. It's Metronomy with Corin. Oh Corin, I've got a pain in my heart.
Okay, so in the last section and following on from Corin by Metronomy from 2011, we heard Molly by Palehound, which was taken from Palehound's debut album Dry Food from 2015, another track from which was included on the very first Threadwork episode all those months ago. After that was Oh Mandy by the Spinto Band, and that was a track lifted from their nice and nicely done LP from way back in 2005. And taking us out of a fairly guitar-heavy first half of the podcast and into more electronic territory is the track playing under us right now, the exceptional A Prayer for Santa Ana by Pacific Horizons from 2013. I couldn't really say exactly what it is about this track that resonates with me so much. I think it is basically that every single element is perfectly balanced and that contributes to the overall transportive experience. It's a longish track, clocking in at nine minutes. It goes through a couple of stylistic shifts. It's littered with loose percussions, sampled vocals drift in and out. There's that guitar and those pianos and those synths. It's sort of got it all going on in a wonderfully sloppy emotional mess, which of course I mean in the best possible way.
nothing to do with me and even less to do with you. It's curiosity. Did you ever hear that? It's just goddamn human nature. One surefire rule that I have learned in this business is that I don't know anything about human nature. I don't know anything about curiosity. I don't, that's not part of what I do. What I, this is my business. And when I'm...
let's have a quick catch up of what we've heard. First up was the mysterious piano loop led Nina by Will LV from 2017, which has a groove so deep you need a torch to find your way out of again. And following that was another piano driven track and another from the Beatles White Album, Sexy Sadie. Next up was the track you can hear in the background, the incredible Natalia song by Zombie from 2011. The track is taken from Zombie's stunning dedication LP on 4AD, and I first came across it on the legendary mix that Burial and Code 9 compiled for Marianne Hobbs' final Radio 1 broadcast in 2010. I use the term legendary very deliberately, because to this day that's one of the most inventive and evocative mixes I've ever heard. A link to it can be found in the episode notes, and I heartily recommend you check it out if you're not already familiar. Up next, and taking us into the final third of the podcast, a track from the year 2000, SpaceX Eve.
what do we do with all this baggage that we're carrying around? What do I do with all that fear and all that anger and all that repressed stuff? What do I do with all those attitudes and dogmas and theories that are just holding me back and holding me down and turning me into somebody that I'm not? What do I do with them? And for me, I had to dance. I had to relieve myself of the whole of Western culture. I had to find that emptiness where I could begin again and to, to see if this episode is almost like a greatest hits of Ross. The Beatles, Metronomy, Jeffrey Lewis, and yet another track, Stella, taken from Ultramarine's Every Man and Woman is a Star album from 1991. And that's what you can hear playing away now. Before that was the simply beautiful instrumental acoustic number Sylvia by Brazilian artist Arthur Vedakai, taken from his self-titled album from 1972. And that is nearly all we have time for in this episode. I hope you've enjoyed listening to it as much as I've enjoyed selecting and playing the records. Uh, huge thanks as always go to Producer Pod. And in a break from tradition, we're going to leave you with not one but two records, tangentially linked as they are, which pleases us no end. First up is the Blues Brothers and Cab Calloway with Minnie the Moocher from 1980. There'll be more about the Blues Brothers and its lasting influence on me in future episodes. And talking of the future, the final track you'll hear is Jeffrey Lewis and the Junkyard's mini-theme, Moocher from the Future, from 2009. I've been Ross Kale. Take care of yourselves, and I'll see you in two weeks for episode 16 of the Threadwork Podcast. Cheers. I had to dance. I had to myself of the whole of
Western culture and to find that emptiness where I can begin again and to, to see if, if there is such a thing as truth. I wanted it now. I wanted to experience it. I wanted it in this body, in this lifetime, not some other day, some other time. I wanted it now.
nature from the future She was raised by neither nature nor nature She had a metal front and a plastic back But in the middle was a lot of soul and that's a fact She started messing round with the king of Saturn He looked like a purple psychedelic pattern His heart went zing when she did her thing And before long she was walking off with Saturn's ring She traveled from the future to the distant past Killed a fly which made her first guy become her last Turned yesterday to Notre Day with some cute goon And said the past is just some future that arrived too soon City, how I love it so I'm always bumping into buddies whose names I don't know I don't get off to sleep until a quarter to four And then I wake up in the morning and I do it some more And when you look me in the face I just disintegrate And now I'm on another date that I kind of hate And I just keep falling further And it seems by now I should have landed But many the moocher from the future Could turn space into whatever kind of face would suit ya The rainbow's bend was what her contact lens was So she knew what the color glowing in each of her friends was She started messing with the gamma beam He said, baby, stick with me, I'll turn your money green Gave her his number, she dialed it with a satellite pilot Took his infrared head and turned it ultraviolet She wrote a black hole to a magnetic pole Wrote a dinosaur so long that it turned into coal Made the coal a diamond, said this ain't my best friend Turned the jewel back into a dinosaur again And my window view is a brick wall or two With some barbed wire snagged on a plastic bag Every plane I hear, I think the end is near They get louder and louder and then they disappear And the shampoo stings and the landline rings The Jesus freak on the corner with the guitar sings And the vacant lot daydreams of what it's not And the night seems to remember what the day forgot But many the midger from the future Is gonna meet me halfway between when I find her and lose her And in that dock between the hands of the clock She's gonna park her flying spark here on my own block She'll honk her horn for me and take my arm She'll invite me on a ride to where the tide is born Where the director and cast of the future and past Follow the union rules and take a break at last And when we're all refreshed after a little rest She'll say goodbye to her guests and go back on her quest I'll say so long Minnie, I'm glad you're my friend I'm gonna keep dreaming about you till we meet again